This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. is Sky Blues Extra. Hello and welcome to another special episode of the Sky Blues Extra podcast with me, Tom Ward. And I'm joined this evening by the familiar voice of David Moore and also a very special guest. Our guest this evening started his career at Warsaw and made over 100 appearances across five years before signing for the Sky Blues in August 2018. He's made over 60 appearances over his two-year spell at the club, scoring some crucial and very memorable goals particularly this season, helping the Sky Blues to achieve a promotion back to the Championship. I am, of course, talking about Amadou Bakayoko. Good evening, Amadou. Thank you for joining us on the show to discuss your Sky Blues story so far. Evening. Hope you guys are well. Yeah, we're all good, thank you. Um, so we've, we've obviously got to know you very well as a Coventry player, but it'd be great for our listeners to hear a little bit about your upbringing and kind of how you got interested in football. Yeah, born in um, Sierra Leone, grew up in Guinea-Conakry. Um, at the age of six, I moved to uh, the Netherlands. Was there for four years. Uh, the whole family was living there. And um, at the age of ten, me and my brothers and my mom moved to England. And yeah, that's, so I started in in year six when I come here in year ten. Learned the language quite quick, to be honest. Um, about a year, and then yeah, football mm. was ongoing from from early on. Um, did district football from early on in primary school. Yeah, that's kind of where it kick-started from. And did you, as a kid, did you sort of support a team when you were growing up? Did you have any sort of heroes or anything like that? Not really, no. Um, I was in a town in Holland called Groningen, which, uh, which is the club that um, Robin's gone to right now. Oh, okay. It's just a stack of, like, the area's quite like a farmer's place, so um, it's a fairly quiet, chilled place, so there weren't too much, um, weren't like the busy Amsterdam or the Londons, but so it was a very chilled place and there was a lot of football going on there as well. Mm. And when you sort of moved to England, you you got a um, you got a scholarship at, at Warsaw. How did that come about? 
Yeah, I was I was playing at um a Sunday league team in King Standing and it was um I was there for about a, a one season and we were, had went to Aston Villa for three weeks trial, then I went to Wolves and um at the end of the Wolves one I went to uh, they sent me, they basically sent me to Warsaw, just saying they thought I was good, but they thought, you know, Warsaw would be a better place for me to kind of start off. We had a week's trial with seven of our Sunday League players, and uh, they was looking for they was looking for a defender at the time. There was only one scholarship left. I had just finished school, so roughly about two weeks after school was finished, and um, there were seven of us from the Sunday League. Four of them was defenders, and I was a midfielder at the time as well. No one actually believes me when I tell them that. <laughs> I was a midfielder at the time, and um, they they said to us that they're looking for a defender for the last scholarship. So I basically kind of thought, you know, why am I actually here? Why why did they actually bring the bot? Mm. Um, you know, parents, my mum, the coach, they obviously just said, go give it a good go. And um, we played two games. I scored two two goals in every game. And um, at the end of it, they ended up giving giving me the contract and they put me up front, actually, as well. That's, that's <laughs> how it started. They played me up front and I scored the goals and it was like, they'll take me instead of the defender that they actually wanted and needed at the time. You signed your professional contract, I think, 2013 with Warsaw. It must have been yeah. really pleasing to sort of work up the ranks and then get the recognition that you deserved with in the form of a pro contract. Yeah, definitely. It was. I think the way that I got my contract, it felt like really rewarding. Um, and I did feel like I deserved it at the time. I had a really good um, time at the youth level. Yeah. And it was, it was Dean Smith, um, who was manager at the time as well, and... At the age of 16, 17, I was kind of in and out with the first team, just training and, you know, it felt, it, it really felt amazing, to be honest, and felt a big push, like, felt myself getting better every every day and um, felt like I deserved the contract at the end as well. So, near January, February was kind of in my second year at youth, I was with the first team for the rest of that um, half of the season. Did it feel like that contract was coming? Like, you said you felt confident that you were playing well. Yeah, because at the time, I think the set, Neil Woods was the youth team um, coach at the time. And he he basically said that the previous strikers that had professional contracts, they all had like made it to 15 goals. Um, so I knew once I hit 15, surely they're going to they're gonna give me it. Right. And um, so I kind of, I scored 19 just before, um, before January. And that's when... The contracts was like we started talking about the, the professional contract after that, but I kind of knew it after I scored 15. I thought, yeah. But the funny thing is, in my first year as a youth, I didn't really play. I played about four games. Sure. So my first year as a as a scholar, I didn't really play. And then my second year, that's when everything kick started. And I, yeah, I managed to get my goals that I needed. I was as hungry as ever at that time, and I got my goals early on, and then with the first team the uh, second half of that season. And you had a number of loan spells, didn't you, of Warsaw. How did they sort of help your development? Was there a team that sort of sticks out in your mind that really helped you, you know, grow even further as a player? Um, yeah, I went, I had three, went Worcester, Telford, Southport. Southport was my first one. Um, again, it wasn't really expected because coming from the youth team and, making a few appearances in the first team, you're thinking, yeah, you're just going to carry it on the season after and 
the season after again. Sure. Um, but things don't really always pan out the way the, the way obviously you want it to. And um, at the time, I wasn't doing um, too well. And we had players like Tom Bradshaw at the time. He was scoring goals. And we had great players in the team. Romain Sawyers, Rico Henry. Right. And, um, yeah, so the team we had a lot of quality. And so we thought to send me out on loan. And Southport was the first place I went. It was Gary Bradburn. And he right. was... I think he's at Blackpool now, co- yeah. coach at Blackpool. Um, you know, he kind of took me under his wing, just took me out a few times. He was based in, not far from Liverpool, Everton size. And yeah, you know, he used to just take me out and just telling me how how he kind of wanted me to get a feel for, for the first team. And um, I really enjoyed my time there, to be honest. Was, even though it was far from home, I really enjoyed my time there. I played in the FA Cup against Derby, um, third round. And that was uh, the furthest that they got. And it was it was a close game, that as well. Chris Martin scored a penalty just to win it for them at the 92nd minute. Did you find that it was that sort of football was a lot tough, tougher in, in terms, sometimes physically? I, I know I've watched some of the, that you know, those lo- lower league, if you like, and it's it can be quite tough. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was tough at the time, to be fair. You just, you just see a lot of different type of players because some players are actually quality on yeah in them them leagues as well you're thinking like like they could actually play in the league but um in terms of strength and the way the football was played there as well is a lot different there's a lot of jumping going on going in for headers um etc but I've um yeah I did learn a lot there did learn and enjoyed the time there as well and in August 2018 you, you signed signed for commentary on a two-year deal um talk us through how that deal came about yeah, so this is quite, yeah, this is a good one, actually. Um, so I had, it was, it was either Bristol, Bristol um, Rovers or Coventry. And um, I remember it was, it was the week of the first game coming up in the season. And I went, um, I had a phone call from the Bristol City, Bristol, Bristol Rovers manager. And um, there was training at the Villa training ground. So I went over there and, had a little chat with him, spoke to him about, you know, everything that he wanted from me and um, telling me what, giving me the number nine shirt, just, you know, you know, mm-hmm. when they're trying to just get you involved. And then, yeah, it was a good chat. And then from then, we just done the medical straight away. Didn't sign nothing. It was just a medical checkup. Um, and that was on the Friday. And they wanted me to come over on the Monday to start training. Um so I was like, all right, this is going to be all right. Phoned the agent and just getting the paperwork sorted. Then um, Saturday, I phoned up Geordie. I got a ticket. I think the first game was Scunthorpe, was it? Oh, the Com- yeah, Scunthorpe at home, yeah. It was Scunthorpe. Yeah. Where, yeah. yeah. Went to that, I went to that, that first game. That was my first game. I just went to watch Geordie, really. And yeah. um, I had previously spoke to um, Chris who's uh, the director and um mm. but nothing nothing kind of was coming out of it at the time so i just went to the game sat there and i think it was through half time i've seen him i've seen chris just just in the stands and then just asking me a few questions like what am i doing because everyone was playing their first game and i was just there watching geordie and he's just asking me um like what's going on with the deal and um yeah it went from there and ended up saying that he he wants to take me up instead and that's how it kind of got about. Um, and did you know much about Coventry before joining? Obviously, you sort of 
down the road from Warsaw. So I imagine, yeah. you know, knew a bit about Coventry, probably played against them a few times. What, you know, what was yeah. it that attracted you to, to come to Coventry specifically? Um, I think the players that were there at the time, and I think the idea and the plan of the club, the way they wanted to move forward, regardless of what was happening on the, on the outside of it, um, which wasn't really a thing for me to be worrying about. It's more of the football and the achievements that you can um, achieve, which I believed in heavily. And, you know, the manager himself as well, talking about how how he wants, how he sees the future for the club and uh, myself and himself. And that kind of, it really spurred me on. And having the players there, knowing the way that they was playing on that day when I watched as well, I just loved it. And um, mm. it helped massively that, obviously, Jordy was there, who I'm really close with, and... Um, so yeah, that helped massively as well. Yeah. How did you how did you know Jordy from before? Is that from a he, previous club? From the first game we played each other was on the twenty ones. Yeah, Dean Smith just made a it, it got a friendly game for us um against Man City. I think it was just to watch Jordy to get him on loan at Warsaw and um yeah, that's when I first met him. And then he came to Warsaw obviously and that's how our connection started. Yeah, brilliant. It must have been nice to have someone that you knew when you, I guess, arrived at the club, someone you're already yeah, pally with. Yeah, it definitely is. As it was my first ever move mm. um, to another club, it was it's definitely good. Yeah. And it helped me as well, to be honest. And, you know, we've heard quite a lot that, that it's a great group of lads and, you know, that season as well was a really tight-knit group of lads. And did yeah. they, were they good at sort of welcoming you into the club when you first joined? Yeah, it was, it was, um, the first, well, it was at the start. It was a bit, yeah, it was a bit strange for me at the start. The first three months, didn't really talk to too many people, but um, you know, I made quite um, good friends with Dom, um, Tom, Jack Grimmer, and uh, Jono as well. Jono and Jordy, yeah, um, Tony Andrew. I went. I've actually made good friends with Tony a lot more than um, probably anyone else there at the time. But there was mm. everyone was all friendly and. Um, yeah, we had the angry doiler. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we had the angry doiler. He was there. And it, it was all right at times, but, you know, most of the time, we know what he's like. But, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, the first few months was a bit difficult. But then after that, yeah, it was, it was unbelievable. It was brilliant. Well, so, so after doiler left, basically, is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, just a month before we left, because he was all right the last month. Yeah. I think it was, it was good, it was good with me the last month, yeah. I was out injured with him for two weeks and I was I was nervous as hell. I was thinking, it's just me and him injured. And like, he, he shouts at everyone throughout training anyway, but there's a few players, I was one that was getting it in the first three months. Really? And um, no, yeah, there was a few, but I was, when, we, when we went to, into the gym together, as it was only me and him that was injured. So we were in the change rooms by ourselves and thinking, what, what, what we're going to talk about, what we're going to say. <laughs> But um, it ended up being actually the best two weeks because we was doing a lot of training. He's so determined to push me to the like to the limit, really. And we was doing a lot of exercises, extra work, yeah, extra work that I didn't do myself on the personal. And he was just like, "We do, we're doing this after, we're doing this after food," and it it kind of pushed me. Out. And that's how, that's when I've become to respect him a lot more because I see mm. what it was about even more. It wasn't just him being like a like an angry man. It was nothing like that at that time. It was more of yeah. him having the hunger and everything like that for himself and for the club. And yeah, that, that was good to see at that time. So I'm actually glad that time happened. Yeah. What was he, what was he like on the training ground? Was it, was it almost like having another manager out there on the pitch? 
in terms yeah, of him sort of it was, shouting. He was, more nervous. he was more nervous being around him than the gaffer. <laughs> <laughs> and you definitely didn't want to be on his team. If he was on his team, though, you just know you had to, you either have to win or turn up to the maximum and give it a good goal. Um, so you definitely could have been messing around. But again, that set of standards of yeah. for everyone, really. And like, even the young ones that come across, they just know that they if they're coming, they just have to, they just have to train well, really. And we, you mentioned about Mark Robbins uh, when you first joined the club. Was it pleasing yeah. to have someone that had played as a striker as your gaffer? And, and did, did that help? Yeah, massively. definitely did. Um, I, re- I, I, I really like him as a person as well. Just, I think he is, is good at what he, he's definitely good at what he does. And for me personally, I can speak to him on a certain level. And um, we've got a really good relationship. Even when I'm Great. when I've had my bad times as well, I can I can actually talk to him. And you know, when my football is not well as well, he'll actually tell me straight away. Even if he's angry at times, I just know that it's it's all out of the love and just for for the best for both of us. Really, we all want to do well. So yeah, I don't take nothing too personally um, when he says uh, when he says certain stuff. So we've got a decent relationship, to be honest. Brilliant. And your debut for the Sky Blues, it was a 1-0 win over Plymouth and you scored the winner from a penalty. I'm yeah. not sure if you sort of felt it at the time, but um, yeah. it was quite a, it was quite a bit of pressure on that penalty because I think we hadn't had the, you know, hadn't won at the start of that sort of season. Um, yeah. And did you sort of feel pressure stepping up and taking that or was it just another, you know, another no, penalty? Not with the, no, not with that because I knew, I just knew I had to score at least in my first two or three games. Yeah. Obviously, you try and score in the first one. I knew, I knew I just had to score in my first two or three games. Otherwise, you know, you get a lot of people talking, saying, why why the kind of did we get him on? But I just knew I had to kind of score. And I I think someone else was going to take it. I can't remember who it was, but I just I just said to him, just do me a favour and let me take it. <laughs> and um, yeah, because I really needed it regardless. So I couldn't really miss, to be honest. But yeah, it went in. And um, it was happy days. That was our first win, I think. Yeah. yeah. The first win of the season. And and how did it feel walking out sort of at the Rico for the first time? Was that... Oh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. I was, yeah, I was a bit big time. I thought, yeah, I, was... <laughs> <laughs> I thought, yeah, I've made it. The stadium's huge. Yeah. Like, obviously, the Warsaw one was, was quite close, tight in. Um, but this one was just open, huge. And like, yeah, you just felt it a lot more. Just every touch, every header, every kick. It just felt it a lot more as well. I liked it. I loved it. Mm. And Sky Blues had a bit of a mixed run of results um, following that. Um, and then we went to Charlton in early October. Um, yeah. And to be honest, Backer, I think if we were to put a poll out on our um, to our listeners, they'd probably yeah. vote for this is probably up there as a, as oh, a big no. highlight. Um, so talk to us about Charlton away. Oh, uh, yeah, it was... A... It was a good, good week of, um, of good week of preparation. To be honest, it was because I didn't play too many games by then. After the first goal, I didn't. Yeah, no, after the Blackpool game, it was. Mm. That was that was a, yeah, that was a bad game for me um, yeah. early on, and um, which kind of yeah, which kind of stopped. We kind of come across with a lot of negativeness, but. That was when um, Biambi got injured, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 And uh, from that game, yeah, I didn't really play too much. And you know, training coming up from the week, um, the week of training for Charlton, I just, yeah, I was, I was, I think I was really at it at that time. I just, 
I knew I was always going to be on the bench, but I knew that I had to do something coming off the bench at like at any game that I have now, any chance that I get, I've got to make mm. the most of it because I just thought the whole season now, he's already set his team out. Now I've got to just make sure I get my things sorted whenever I come on the pitch. Whether it's an assist or a goal or being a big contributor to winning games. And um, so that, yeah, that game, I've kind of eased myself throughout that whole game inside the changing room. Um, not nervous at all, just a lot relaxed. And um, yeah, me and Jordy was talking on the bench, just like saying how Charlton was playing all right, they were doing decent, and he's saying we're struggling a little bit. And then when we both come on, yeah, we just, yeah, we just really wanted to prove something, to be honest. And I think I definitely done that. Even him when he come on, because he he got the pass for Luke, yeah, um, with the first goal, and yeah, Luke squared it. So, but I think that was definitely an amazing time for me. I yeah. enjoyed every second of it. I watch it back right now all the time. Yeah, it was I very watch it back a lot. It was a great, it was a great day. Um, yeah. And um, that second goal, I, I, I watched it back earlier as well. And um, I'm sure you've heard about the 87 Cup final. You kind of turned yeah. into Keith Houchin for a second for that, <laughs> for that header, didn't you? Yeah, I, I did for that week as well, for the whole week. Um, the gaffer, he stops, he stops the training sessions every now and then, especially when I've done something wrong. <laughs> and he'll be like, all right, let's hold it here. When, when the ball's coming in, He'll just tell me to make two movement, two movements all the time, one for the defender and one for myself. And he was doing that continuously. And I was like, I was getting a bit annoyed. It was like five, ten minutes and we were still doing it. And everyone was just getting a bit annoyed, thinking like, can we carry on with training? But it was, it was just like basically practice training for me, basically. Yeah. And um, he just continuously was like, do it, do it again. And even after training, when everyone went in, he said, come here. He was talking me through it. He was doing the movements and then I had to copy him. And that game, as soon as the ball went out wide um, to Connor, I just, the way it was set up was exactly how the gaffer did it in training just that week. And I thought, I've already done this. So I made my first movement and then I thought, I'm going to go in front of him now because he's just took his step back and it worked out perfectly. That's why I think I enjoyed it a lot more as well. Yeah. All perfectly planned from training, of course. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. And um, yeah, I mean, the celebrations were pretty mad after that second goal. Obviously, you were sort of almost in the crowd. I think I've still got bruises on, on my legs from that day. <laughs> yeah, I hurt my arm as well. One of my arms was actually in and I couldn't I couldn't get it out. I was struggling, but <laughs> no, I love that. I love it. That yeah, was a great brilliant. moment, honestly. It's interesting to hear you say about the sort of pressure you were feeling to sort of get a goal. And I think... Um, you know, from our point of view, this really put you on the map as a Coventry player. And obviously the fans really realised your ability at that point, you know, the yeah. ability to turn the game on its head. Um, and obviously the fans responded by thinking up a song for you on the spot. Um, yeah. I'm sure you know which one we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. um, what were your thoughts on on sort of hearing that for the first time? When I first heard it, it, it was, uh, I just thought I was, I don't know, I listened to it two, twice, three times. I was thinking, they're actually singing 20 goals, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> and um, I can't remember who I was talking to, Jordy, it was, was it Jordy or Connor? I think it was Connor Chaplin, but I was like, are you going to get 20? <laughs> like, I'll try if I get the games. <laughs> yeah. But um, but no, every time I hear it now, I think I actually have to get it at some point. And it seems like, when is it actually going to happen? But I know that I'm definitely going to give it my all. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's just a good song to have as well, just any kind of song anyone has. I think it's, it's good to hear the fans like loving it as well and yeah, exactly. making it become something that just throws you on. Yeah, it's really I loud as well, I think. It's, it's one of our louder ones. Yeah, um, it really gets going, loud. doesn't it? 
Very loud. Yeah. Shippers, shippers sings it all the time in the change room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the target's definitely got to be 20 every every season yeah. now. It's, it's been set now. It's got to be, um, in it? Yeah, well, I have to say, sort of coming away from that game, it's probably yeah. the loudest I've ever heard anyone chant at a train station. And I think it went on from <laughs> Greenwich yeah, all the way back the into London. And yeah. anyone in the surrounding area that day probably got oh, annoyed with the cough fans. That whole day was unbelievable, I'm telling you. Even just getting back on the coach. Um, yeah, it was, it was good. It was really good. And then your next goal came um, against your old club, Warsaw, who at yeah. the time were struggling down the bottom of the table. Yeah. Um, I, I watched that one back earlier as well. And you, you didn't hold back too much on the, on the celebrations for that one, did you? No, but there was actually a reason for that as well. And, there was a few few chants just um, about my son and you know about my family and I just oh, thought really? right, this is a bit yeah oh, really and I just thought far, I think I was talking to Jordy I was like can you hear it and he was just like yeah so we we I was just like you know what I'm just I just I'm, I'm, I, that pushed me to actually get that goal as well and I just yeah thought, I just thought I know what they're thinking in their head right now they're just thinking oh he hasn't scored enough for us he ain't gonna score for these guys especially not against us. So when I done that, I just thought, yeah, I've got to do something. But again, it was only a fair few of fans. It's not to all of the fans. Yeah. Obviously, my like my time there was unbelievable, and that set me up for where I am right now. Yeah. No, but yeah, that's... at that moment in time, for when I was hearing what I was hearing, it was um, yeah, it was quite you know, disturbing. Yeah. Yeah, of course. And it seems to be channeled it. it in the right way. Um, yeah, that was my but... response to it. Exactly. And another couple of sort of big highlights from that season. Um, one that definitely sticks out is Peterborough. Uh, you scored in, you seem to like scoring against Peterborough. Yeah. And the same goal as well. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I don't know what it is really, but um, it's always been big games for us going there, to be honest. Yeah. Mm. At the point in time when we go there as well. And Fleetwood itself as well. What I found out was the. The fleet when I the first season I scored Fleetwood and then the next game I scored so it was two in a row mm. and it was a Fleetwood and Peterborough and this year it was the same thing Fleetwood mm. and then the game after it was Peterborough so we do have to, we do we do have to talk about the wonder strike against Fleet Fleetwood as well Baka <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> <laughs> what happened yeah there? um. Yeah, I just I like I like pressing a lot, <laughs> and I was told to press the keeper a lot as well. I was told to press every ball, but yeah, I'm I'm the kind of striker I just like I like to press as much as I can, and I know going to keepers. I've seen a few goals of goals like that, like before even that game, and I thought they act a lot. They make mistakes a lot, so I'll, you know, I gave I gave that a good go, and it, it just managed to go in spinning. <laughs> Another massive highlight was Sunderland away. We won 5-4. Huge, huge game for the Sky Blues. Um, you were one of the scorers that day uh, and what a game it was. What What do you remember from that fixture? Everything. Yeah, that was a good buzz. The crowd, yeah, from the start of that, um, from the start of that game, really, it was a good buzz. And I felt with, with having Bright there at the time, um, that half of the season was, was good to have for that game because he's a ball carrier and he makes things happen and um, yeah that helped us in that game the way he was playing for sure but and have you watched it back on Netflix yeah 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 <laughs> yeah. It's hard, but I can't believe they even did that to themselves <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah it was an unbelievable game every goal I, I could like that game you, you could feel 
like you just I I actually thought we're not gonna we couldn't we couldn't lose it. We just couldn't we just knew we was gonna score even if there was a, like um a goal up or something and you just felt it was creating so much and it just the game felt really good and at ease. Yeah, I enjoyed every minute of that one. You felt you felt like you was always gonna win, like you say, if they yeah. score if they score yeah. four, we'll score five literally. Definitely. <laughs> after our first after our first first goal and the way we was playing I just thought, right, this this has to be our game from that first half and then we carried it on into the second half and I thought, yeah, got it in the bag now for sure. But Connor's goal at the end, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. And that's his right right foot as well. Yeah. And they even slowed it down on Netflix yeah, to really like empathize. Seeing <laughs> the guy sliding across the floor thinking, right, come on. He, de- he definitely didn't replay that. <laughs> and what about at Sunderland? Because the fans are quite set away from the pitch, obviously, right yeah, up was strange. the top. Is that quite yeah. odd? It was quite strange because when you first walk out, you're looking around thinking, where's our fans? Yeah. And then you look up and then then you hear the noise. But when you're looking at um, just straight ahead, you're thinking, it's all them. This is all Sunderland here and you can't see nothing. But once, um, yeah, once Bright scored and we knew where it was, that's how I actually found out when Bright scored. That's how I found out where everyone was. You clear, obviously, little bits, but yeah, it was a bit of a weird one. But it was very loud anyway. And how did it feel, sort of, at the end of the game when the final whistle went, kind of walking over and I think it was like over 3,000 fans, you know, singing 20 goals? That must have felt yeah. special. Yeah, that was amazing. That was amazing. But yeah, that felt unbelievable. I, can't, I won't ever get over this song either. <laughs> I won't ever get over it. Mm, such a special day. Yeah, definitely. And um, you mentioned um, you mentioned Bright and Bakari there briefly. Um, what was he like as a player, and and maybe as a lad off the pitch as well? No, he was quality. He's um, the first day you come. No one really knew too much about him as his low, his previous loan um, wasn't really the best. Apparently, from what we were hearing at the time and um we didn't really know too much about him but first session in you just you just you're just thinking like the things that he's doing it's just baffling. You're just thinking like how is he's just walking past people and then he's laying off a pass and he's, the ball's in the back of the net. But mm. he's yeah, he's he's got so much quality and yeah the probably the one thing that was um that was that would have helped him Go further in um, in his playing, or would have been probably just his his mentality in terms of um, having a lot more professionalism mm. um, about him, and you know, because he's got the rest of it at ease, like it comes to him at ease. So, you know, if he developed that, I think it'd be unbelievable, and, and he still is to be honest. I hope he just continues and becomes an unbelievable player. Yeah. Or maybe his move move abroad might might do him some good and, and help him to yeah. to develop his attitude, like you say, as well as his yeah. clear, clearly his ability that he's got. Yeah, yeah. I think the things that he was probably getting away with here won't happen over there as much. Yeah, especially because he's, he's it's a bit yeah, it's not it's not home to him, is it? So, but yeah, mm. his, his quality man, he's been he's unbelievable. I think when he did come there though, his like his first week or two, he had he just had little quiet issues with just. I think it was the time he was wearing um he was wearing a hat and and um AD was like no you need to take it off because he was just it was just low down near to his eyes <laughs> and um he had a chain on as well and he was like 
need to take it off. And uh, it, it was not, he weren't having it. It was just like, <laughs> no, it was just like, I'm not going to take it off. And uh, really? it was going on for ages. And we, we kind of thought, oh, this guy's going to be in trouble. It's going to be annoying. But a month <laughs> after that, he, he kind of, he's seen what everyone was about because we started doing well as well, kind of pushing for the playoffs. And yeah, it, it started being a bit different. Like anything anyone would tell him, he'd be like, okay. He'd be like, all right. And I could, like, you could see the little bits and change. And I think he was enjoying it. He really enjoyed his time here. Mm. So I think it would have been great if he stayed and, and really, because he had the people here to discipline him and keep him in check. And it would have been great for him, I think. But, you know, everyone, everyone has their own um, ways of going in their paths and their careers. So. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. You're listening to Sky Blues Extra. Just sort of looking back at that season as a whole, um, you obviously mentioned Bright, but were there any sort of other standout players or players that you think will go on to do to do big things in the future? Yeah, there was loads. Um, what? Jack, Jack Grimmer, Connor, Connor Chaplin. He's had a good season, hasn't he, in championship? Yeah, he really has. And, um, you know, Luke, I thought Luke Thomas was, was unbelievable. Yeah, and he's still he's still young as well. He's got a lot. Of yeah, time. I think he was really he's good. Yeah. I yeah, really I liked him. him. And um, we had plenty. Jordy had a really good time. Tom Baylish, yeah, Bright of course. But the whole team in itself, I think, yeah, mm. man, the way it just happened, I think the, the what the gaffer was really good at was picking the players to play with each other, and it worked out like brilliantly. To be honest, it really mm. did, even for this season as well. Mm. And I think, you know, overall, we had a good first season back in League One. I think as fans, we were we were relatively pleased with the league position, considering we'd just gone up, really. Um, was this the same feeling for the players and staff, or was there a little bit of disappointment around the place because we'd missed out on the playoffs? Um, there was probably a little bit of disappointment, but because it was the first season in and it was, you know, near the end of it, we actually was doing really well and... But yeah, probably a little bit of disappointment. But for me personally, it was um, I thought that was, it was a really good time because that was the highest that I've been in the four seasons that I've played as a professional. And that was the highest position that I'd been in at the time. And I thought, yeah, it's, it's been good. So looking like back at it and looking forward to the next season, I thought surely we're going to do better. But it was probably a little bit frustrating for some, for sure, because obviously, you obviously want to be in the playoffs and sneak in there as um, I think the games that was let that kind of let us down was the Burton. But was it Oxford? Was it Oxford or Oxford? Oh, was it? And towards the end of the season. Yeah, towards the end, we we lost. Was it one 0 I think it was Oxford. Yeah, I think we lost. I think we lost to Burton as well. Actually, towards yeah, the end. Oxford and Both, Burton, I think it was yeah, Burton. yeah. It's disappointing, wasn't it? Yeah, them two games. I think 
yeah, that that kind of let us slip a bit. Um, but no, I'll definitely um, think like the way the way that season happened was a good one. Mm. And going into the most recent season, um, we had a, a really sort of great summer of recruitment. Was there anyone yeah. that you were really impressed with in pre-season and thought, you know, these are going to be an absolute key player for us this in, in the promotion winning season? Yeah, um, Javain actually. Yeah, Javain. As soon as he come in, because um, you always you always just you have like a week and see what everyone's like. Yeah, and the first week in the first game, you just you see him like do some crazy thing that you just and uh, he's quite strong and he can he can run fast as well. Yeah, he's quick. Yeah, really quick. And um, he was using all of his attributes in preseason at the time and. Even going to to Spain as well, you thought, yeah, this 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 is this is going to be unbelievable because we had like um, Luke at the the season before, and he was quite small, not too yeah. strong, and Jermaine was doing it all. He was strong, quick, putting in decent crosses, um, and Wesley as well. Wesley and Max had such a good bond in in preseason. Yeah, like, they'd find each other at all like at all times. Literally, every goal Max was scoring was from Wesley's crosses. And I thought Wes was going to be unbelievable as well. Everyone, really. Rosie, great passing. Oh, unbelievable passing. But I kind of <laughs> knew about Rosie beforehand. I yeah. had a friend that knew about him, so I knew what he was kind of like. Well, everyone was impressive, to be honest. And obviously, we, we went in for Matty Godden and, and spent some money. Was it, um, you know, did you think, was it concern you about sort of game time or is it something you, you spoke about? And, and do you think um, that... I'm, yeah, I knew they was going to bring someone in because when we went pre-season and, um, to Spain, it wasn't, it wasn't there at the time. So I thought, you know, me and Max are going to be, like for the first month at least or sure. the first few games, we was going to be involved. And um, yeah, I found out he was going to come in a while ago, but I, ch- I checked him out and he's a little bit, I think, I see, I think what they was kind of going for was a kind of Chaplin kind of player and... yeah. Um, is a, with a bit more height, and um, I think Goddard is unbelievable yeah. sharpness, sharpness, everything about him. There's so much I can um, to pick up from him as well, and same with Max. But yeah, Goddard is a really sharp player, and I didn't, I wasn't really too worried because I knew I'd play, I play a part as I, as I was told by the gaffer, and I made sure that you know I was in and around the performances all the time as in yeah. the training. I made sure that I was just as sharp or even sharper at times and just to know that I was going to be involved in there. It's interesting to know as well that he's like one of the senior seniors of the, the squad as yeah. well, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So it's him, Fads, Cows. Yeah, so it was interesting at the time to, to see who was going to hang around with at the time as well. But, um, but yeah, he's, um, he's, he's a great player, man. He's unbelievable. You just, you just, he doesn't really say much. You just have to watch him, and you'll see what he's, what he's kind of like. He's about, and with pre-season, yeah. obviously we had a really great season the the year before. Like you say, we know it was a bit disappointing to miss out, but you said always striving to to beat that position from the you know the prior. Is, yeah. is that going into this season? Did you feel that we were gonna have a, the season that we we actually ended up having? Um, I, I knew that we was pushing for a. a um, promotion like I knew that from the from as soon as the last season finished because I had a sit down and I'm sure most of the players had a sit down with a gaffer but I had a sit down with a gaffer and he's saying 
telling me straight away, we've got you, um, we need you to do better. We've got you to, um, we've got to get you a lot more goals. We've got to get you, you know, a lot more sharper and uh, get your game fixed up. And he was just saying, he told me there and then, he's like, we, we kind of have to get promoted. We have to get promoted. Yeah. It wasn't a case of we're gonna we're gonna go out there and try to tell me we have to get promoted. So I'm thinking this is gonna be massive. It's gonna be big, and the people that he's bringing in, they've got they've obviously got to be bringing in a lot of quality. So I knew straight away from then it's gonna be a challenging season. And I think the way um, Aidy and the Gaffer have worked with the players has been unbelievable. And it's worked really well. Obviously, in that season, um, the system did sort of change um, at one point. But in the sort of early few games, you, you played quite a few games. Were you, were you sort of enjoying that that system at the start? Did it kind of work for you? The the first system we played. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it was Wes Geordie out wide. I mean, it was Southend the first game. I enjoyed yeah. that game. Yeah, yeah. I felt really good in that game. Um, yeah, and I've, I've seen a lot of positive in the team and it was different to this season before we just just um and because we had a good pre-season with uh Wes and Geordie as well knowing what the wingers wanted to do and needed to do it was perfect and um yeah that that, that really kick-started from there but I mm. think the second um formation that was Colchester FA Cup yeah yeah which I which I played in as well and that was very different but when we, was, we only did it the day before in training, um, as a practice for the first time, and you, you, you could already tell the amount of space and the amount of chances you can create from that was unbelievable. Mm. So I wasn't really surprised after that game, especially how we scored them goals and the way we scored them with the players that we have that can easily make them runs as they're used to it now as well. And so you could see that we weren't going to change that at the time. I thought straight away he's going to keep this. And it worked out really well having the players in that we brought fitting into the same system and knowing what what um, what needs to be done in the positions that they're in. And mm. could, it mixed it up really well with the two midfielders. Um, got the personnel right, having um, Shippers and uh, Zane, and then having Callum O'Hare and Jamie. Done done that mixed it up really well with them. Yeah, and that was key to a lot of it. And just going back to the sort of start of the season, we we seem to sort of alternate between wins and draws for the first thing, you know, ten, twelve games. Yeah. Um, one of those draws was at home to Doncaster, where you scored the equaliser, which um, did actually feel like a winner on the day. Yeah. Um, talk us through that goal, Backer. Yeah, it was. I had a tough week at that time because um, obviously we wasn't we wasn't losing games, and we was trying to go on a run, obviously, of not losing losing games, and. Um, I think that was probably a close one where it was where it looked like we was going to lose, and but that whole week in general for me was an eye opener because I wasn't playing. I think I got left out um, the game before Burton, and um, yeah, so it was quite tough at that time. But that's that's when it mentality wise, that's when it kick started for me. Thinking no matter what happens, I've got to give myself the best of chance, and I had a unbelievable week of training, and he, he put me on the bench, and I. Yeah, I repaid him with the goal, getting the draw. That's a really good goal, that. Yeah, it was. It was. It was quick, just sharp, mm. and just instinctive. I guess. That, yeah, again, something that AD has um, been practicing with me throughout, um, throughout that week as well. I think I need to just train 
do one move every week and yeah, it sounds like it, yeah. <laughs> occasionally diving headers, you know. Yeah, just, it just seems to happen all the time. Yeah, nice. Well, it's good but to know well, that the training's working anyway. No, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> um, and October always seems to be quite a good month for you. Um, yeah, you scored in consecutive games against Fleetwood and then against Peterborough away. Um, that Fleetwood game at home did feel like quite a big turning point in the season. We're obviously a goal down and we came back to win it. Um, obviously, Robin switched to three at the back. Um, yeah. How big was that win? That was massive because um, I wasn't getting as many games as well. I thought I was actually starting this game and it was uh, it was one that I needed to perform in. And the first, because I played the previous one was at MK Dunn where it was a nil-nil. Mm. And um, yeah, that, that didn't go too well in that. I had a bit of, you know, I had a bit of words with the gaffer after that game. I'm always having words with him, man. So <laughs> always <laughs> words. But um, after that game, yeah, once again, another it drilled it into my head again. Like I need to do better. Yeah, going into that game, I thought, okay, I'm starting. We've been on a good run. We've been, you know, we've got a good squad. We're doing really well. So I thought every I've got I'm, like we have to win. I think we were still winning at that time, and I thought we have to we have to win. So um, yeah, going into that, me and Max knew we had to kind of perform, and then yeah, ended up doing really well. Got the first goal, um, and then yeah, we won the game at the end. Mm. But yeah, it did feel like a turning point there as well. Yeah, because I think we, game. I think we leapfrogged Peterborough that night. I'm sorry, yeah. Yeah, Fleetwood that night. So it was, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. a big win. It was. It really was. Again, I come into the game which was like intensive and really big and. Just shows what the, the gaffer's the belief that he has in um, in me and the players that, yeah. that do come on as well because he trusted everybody that needed to come in and everyone knew that they had to do well anyway as we all yeah. wanted the same thing the same result so um, definitely it was definitely a good game and a good turning point. It did it did feel that actually from a fan's point of view a lot of a lot of rotation actually but it never seemed to hinder performances. Um, we always seem to keep that same level. Um, so yeah. I think that yeah, that's a credit to obviously the players that were were coming in, and also Robbins to to keep that squad rotation going. Yeah, massively, and a, yeah, Adi had a big part to play in it as well. Yeah, of course. He's yeah, I just can't even. Dis- he's just unbelievable. I can't even just talk about Adi way too much, but everyone knows that in the club the players admire him so much. Like, it's ridiculous, and they don't get speaking about too much, but yeah, he don't yeah, he doesn't get too too much credit. But I don't think he really wants it anyway. He just wants players to enjoy their football, winning games. And the way he's done it, is, yeah, it's been unbelievable. But even for him going into training, it, it, um, it'll switch things up. It'll be like, this player go here, just for you to get a feel of what it is like in this position and right. rotate it well and you'll practice on it. And I think that's that's what's made it key. And it's just the way that we've stuck at it and kept it kind of going like at the same speed and at the same momentum in terms of the changes you knew. If um, Shippers and Zane was in, um, the players knew exactly what they was going to give and how they was going to play. And if Jamie yeah. and Callum went in, they knew exactly what, what type of players they are. As Callum is more a lot more of a dribbler and he makes a bit of a right going into the mix and making things happen. So you knew exactly what kind of players you were having. And having 11 v 11 in training was difficult itself because everyone was unbelievable. <laughs> and that, that was key to everything because we were improving each other at the same time. 
And it seemed to be sort of written in the stars that we were going to play Birmingham in the cup. Yeah, uh, sure. The first game sort of went well. The first goal, sorry, went down as officially as an own goal, but I think we all know it, yeah. it was yours. How, how did it feel scoring in front of the sort of five five thousand Sky Blues fans? And uh, yeah, that that was unbelievable. I had a few friends that was telling me, was just telling me double score. I was thinking they're all Blues fans. <laughs> You're gonna expect me not to score. First of all, I've not played as many games. I need to score, and we're trying to get as far as um, possible in the cup game. And yeah, that oh, that game really hurt me, to be honest. I, I thought we, we deserved the win so bad. Yeah, we deserved it so bad. I thought we played unbelievably well with the way the goals happened. And um, yeah, I kept looking back at um, Max. I think Max had a chance where Dabo um, pulled it in for him. Mm. Yeah. And yeah, that was big moments like that. And then we yeah. had Callum O'Hare the game before. Yeah, Callum had a big really chance. moments, but... Yeah, but then things happen in football. Of course. We we never really... This was another thing as well that was into us. We, after games like that, that we thought we should have been winning, we, there wasn't really too much of an upset. It was just like, we have to do better next time and yeah. make sure that we did most of the time, mm. which was really good. And it, you can feel it. No one was really... like Everyone would just be... You'd be a bit upset, but you'll still act quite positive. You'd just be really good. And then just, yeah, it gets better the next game. And it really did, which was key. And that wasn't something that was just drilled. It was just the way we were as players at the time. And everyone just was on the same wavelength. And, yeah, and towards the end of the season, back at, like we we felt that we were just unstoppable. Like the confidence yeah. levels on the pitch just looked really, really high. Um, it, it, that obviously, the fans felt that, but the squad must have as well. And we've seen this sort of spirit in the changing room and um, Sweet Caroline being sung and, and whatnot. Yeah. And, Oh, I'm getting bored of that song, man. That was every game. It was AD as well. That would be like, pull it on, pull it on. And you like put it on, put it on. Yeah, because we'd go in and we'd be like, we'd be calm. We'd be, it'd be like we lost the game. We'd just be relaxed, talking normal. Everyone would just be relaxed. We're like, all right, next game now. And then AD would be like, enjoy it. Go and pull it on. <laughs> but AD yeah, kept it going. Yeah, you kept it going for a while in every game. And then you're thinking, oh, you've got it on your phone now. You've got it on your playlist. <laughs> Unbelievable, but yeah, no, um, yeah, this it's, it's been unbelievable this season to be honest. A lot of things have just clicked into the into the way that we we really wanted. And you spoke about Ad there. Apart from obviously his, his love of Sweet Caroline, um, how has he sort of helped your own development? Um, you know, just as much as the gaffer is has been just as much um, part of my development. Um, if not, probably a little bit more. As in, the gaffer obviously is good at is good at um, setting up what he wants, and he knows exactly what he wants from you. And if you don't get it, he's telling you straight away, no matter sure. who you are. And um, it was that's how he was. And with AD, it's more of he was good at like I don't know because of probably being at a big close before, but he was good at talking to specific players in a way that they thought was really positive and he, he, he yeah. knew it would benefit them in, in the way he spoke to them. Because certain players like Gervain, you'd, you'd have to talk to him differently. Yeah, As mindset-wise, we were all different. And like the way you talk to him had to be different to motivate him to keep pushing himself. Um, and the way you talk to um, Goddard or the, or the senior ones will be a lot different as well. And it was really good at that because like, you could talk to him freely and... We'll have a one-on-one with you, talk about it, and you just you just understand him, and he understands you. You can feel that he understands you because he'll come to you at times 
when you don't sure. expect it and in your mind you're thinking, I wish someone's talking to me here and they just come to you and just yeah, I'll just brighten you up. But yeah, it's um yeah, it is good to have around. I'm I'm happy he's honestly our coach, to be honest. So we're lucky to have him. Mm. Obviously, the season came sort of quite an abrupt stop after Ipswich, um, yeah. which is a very good win. Um, how difficult was it, that sort of time in between, sort of not knowing what was going on and I guess, you know, were you having to keep yourself fit in case there was going to be a return and things like that? Yeah, we, um, we was tra- I think we were just training one day and you seen everyone come out of the office just coming outside and was, as soon as that happened, we thought, yeah, something's going on. Mm. But no one thought really too much of it at the time because it, it was big, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't huge then. And then yeah. we, um, yeah, we just got told, all right, we've got to go home because of the, obviously the virus was picking up and they needed everyone to just be at home, stay at home. Um, so we kept, but we carried on that train, training session and, um, yeah, it was from, from that day on after we just got sent programs through WhatsApps. We're in a big group chat anyway, so we keep each other updated on what's yeah. what's happening. And yeah, we get sent programs um, every now and then to do a run, and you can assess it. And in the mornings as well, we do a little um, we've got a little app on our phone that you got to keep ticking the boxes of just to know, just for them to know that you're well. But so yeah, clip- it, was, it was quite difficult yeah. to be honest. The first few weeks, um, spending a lot of time at home uh, with the missus and the kid um, was a lot different. But you. I've learned quite a lot of different things through that, to be honest. It's, it's been a, a positive thing for me, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, just, yeah, you find yourself a little bit. You can, mm. yeah, I've, I found out a lot about myself and it just, yeah, a lot of time to just do good things and think of things. So yeah, it's definitely. been positive for me personally, but yeah, the first few weeks was really difficult. Mm. And obviously a tough time for everybody. Yeah, definitely. And you obviously mentioned like the fitness regimes and things. Were the club quite good at also just sort of keeping in touch on a personal level? Like Mark Robbins and AD, were they sort of reaching out to you and, you know, just checking that everyone was okay and keeping busy and things like that? Yeah, we had um, twice a week, we had a Zoom gym session um, where everyone would just be in their gardens and we had the Zoom sessions. And we had a few Zoom sessions with, with the managers and the staff itself just to check up on everybody and sort of. I think it was it was it was really good for them to do that because I know I spoke to a few of the players that I know and their clubs weren't doing the same thing at all. So mm. I think the togetherness of, of um, that's of interesting. The, the whole it? squad was yeah was really good. Yeah, and uh, credit to Adam Hearn, who's who's our um, who works for the club as our sports science. He's right. been unbelievable. And he's helped the gaffer a lot as well. He's helped all of us. Mm. But he's the one that keeps everything up to date. And um, yeah, some people might forget to do the get up at a set different time and he'll just text you separately just be like you forgot to do this so it's, it's been really good for us really mm. yeah it's good to know the club have got sort of resources like that because I think yeah. it does, especially in the modern game I think it's very important definitely is definitely is mm. also good isn't it just to hear that like you say about you, you highlighted some of the other members of the team because as fans we, we hear obviously a lot about AD and a lot about Mark but it's nice that you just touched on there about you know other members of the sort of squad. Yeah, most of us we actually write quite close, and it's weird because when you first like when someone like Jermaine probably walked in and you're thinking yeah you just know who you will probably get along with there but over here it's everyone and you know I made really good friends with Dom, 
fads are the, the characters that we have in the change rooms is just unbelievable <laughs> and it's a good mix I love it mm. I could, yeah it couldn't ask for better at the moment it's been a really good squad and obviously the news sort of finally came through that we've been promoted as champions yeah. um, where were you at the time when you sort of heard the news were you sort of anticipating it yeah we because we, we heard we heard little bits of news what was going on had a bit of an update um, that was telling us that what time it was going to be announced so I was just yeah just on my phone really checking constantly <laughs> yeah checking we all constantly <laughs> waiting and then the group chat the group chat just went popping off we had some funny pictures and yeah that was just popping about and that's how you just knew the phone was buzzing <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't yeah I, I, had to, I was putting my phone on charge <laughs> and um I had so many phone calls. I was just thinking, I'm going to switch it off now because it's getting ridiculous. Just want to sort. I guess you want to sort of moment to yourself almost, just yeah, to sort of reflect on it and take it in. I just, yeah, it was unbelievable. I was just here with the family. Mm. Just, just put my own music on and just, just enjoy it. <laughs> just dance, yeah, just enjoying that time. That's all we could do. Yeah, obviously we were sort of in lockdown at the time, but did you manage to sort of celebrate sort of with your family or or anything like yeah, that? Yeah, we, we yeah we celebrated with the family. Um, I had, went on another Zoom Zoom chat, which was good, and um, yeah, it was that's all we could do to be honest. Mm. But no, it's been it's been good, and I had good really good messages from the uh, the staff, um, some touching words. Yeah, it was it was. Um, a bit emotional, but it was really good. Really good. And how much are you sort of excited now for for next season and and, and playing in the championship? Yeah, massively. I think um, the gaffer's quite. It's quite good at keeping everyone ticking. Like, even though it feels, you know, we've had some time off, but he kept our minds ticking on for the next season. And you, you're not constantly thinking about it, but you you're definitely mentally preparing for it. And um has been good at that with us, to be honest. And so everyone's been, everyone's quite excited from what it sounds of, and you know, just raring to go. But obviously, it's going to take time getting in um, new players and getting getting it going again, and getting our style of play ticking from earlier on. Um, as of this season, I thought we clicked onto to the way we're playing quite early. And the first season, it was um, kind of up and down. So hopefully, we do the same this year. And just as a, a, a sort of from a fan's point of view, it'd be interesting to get to know what you thought your sort of best performance so far in a Coventry shirt. There's, there's been really many memorable ones for us, but have you got a sort of performance that sticks out in your mind? Charlton. Yeah. <laughs> Charlton, it has to be. Just, yeah. It's got to be, hasn't it? Yeah. It's got to be. I, I, yeah. I think we're all in agreement I will, there. I so. will, oh, yeah, I could never forget that game. Like, yeah, I'm trying to get a big picture actually from a room from that game. Yeah, I don't think many uh, listeners will disagree with that. That one, no, to be honest. yeah, Charles, <laughs> yeah, that was. Yeah, I really loved that game, man. That was definitely a turning point for me and um, and the fans. Was mm. Definitely built the relationship from there. Yeah, I just wanted to sort of, I guess, finish off really on on the point of the fans, really, um, just to sort of get your view on on the Sky Blue fans over the past two seasons and just sort of how much difference they've made, you know, whether playing home or away. Yeah. It's, honestly, it's been massive. And I think, I don't know, maybe as fans, sometimes you don't realise certain things that um, that helps a player or affects a player in their playing way. But having a song or hearing chants and the noise that, from a goal, like little bits like that, even when you're a goal down, um, it's just unbelievable. And I've, I've, 
me personally, I've had at the start, it was a bit rocking. Obviously, it's expected because you're coming in fresh and they need to see what you're about. But even when I wasn't playing, when I wasn't playing well, I had I had plenty of um, of love and respect from the fans and appreciation. And you can see it throughout with other players, not just myself as well. Through Max, um, Jody, um, Garden, yeah, a lot of the fans they appreciate us a lot, and you can feel it to be honest. And mm. we all—that's why I think closeness. So because we have a lot of fans that I talk to to the players, and especially we have players like Shippers, who's who's a fan himself, and it's just yeah. the connection it has, and he brings yeah. he brings it through to us as well. The connection it has, it's just unbelievable. You, it just feels close and I didn't you know I felt it a bit at Warsaw which um with a few of the fans but here it's it just seems like the whole every every single one and you, you know some people might be saying negative stuff but even when you see them you just think it's 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 someone that admires you a lot and someone that respects you and you just don't think bad of any single um fun really mm. like I've, I've ex- this experience yes which has been massive and I hope it literally continues and obviously I hope I can repay a, a lot more than what I have, um, to be honest, but this club's unbelievable. No mm. word of a lie, this club's unbelievable. That's brilliant to hear, Backer. And yeah, we'll um, we'll definitely carry on singing 20 goals then if, if that's <laughs> what sort of spurs you on. <laughs> it definitely does. Yeah, brilliant. It's great to hear. Um, Backer, it's been absolutely brilliant having you on the show. Um, it's been a fascinating insight into your journey as a player so far um, and your past two years with the Sky Blues. I just wanted to say on behalf of all the Coventry fans out there, thanks so much for your contribution whilst wearing the Sky Blue shirt. As we mentioned earlier, you scored some brilliant goals and created some great memories which will never be forgotten. And we wish you all the luck for next season in the Championship. I appreciate it a lot. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for putting me on here, for giving me the shout to come on here. Really appreciate it. Don't forget I've done something like this either, so I really appreciate it. No, you're welcome. It's been brilliant having you on, Backer. And listeners, don't forget to subscribe to our brand new YouTube channel for exclusive content. And as always, to get involved in the conversation on our Twitter, Facebook and Instagram pages, just use the hashtag SkyBluesExtraPodcast. Thanks for listening to the Sky Blues Extra Podcast. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the Talksport Fan Network. Talksport, powered by fans.